Hello, and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Ben Falcone, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have Julie Kudasoff, Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Quality Value Strategy. Hello, Ben. Happy to be here. Julie, although the equity markets remain positive for the full year, the third quarter was negative, with most U.S. markets down by 3 to 5%. What are your thoughts on third quarter performance for small cap value equities, and how has your portfolio performed during the quarter? Yes, U.S. equities declined during the third quarter. Larger cap stocks outperformed smaller caps, and bank-heavy value indices outperformed tech-heavy growth counterparts. Equities are sensitive to shifts in longer-term interest rates, and the 10-year U.S. Treasury yield rose substantially and greater than expected during the quarter, primarily driven by strength in oil prices. Up over 18%, energy was the highest-performing sector in the Russell 2000 Value Index, the strategy's benchmark during the quarter. In fact, energy and financials were the only benchmark sectors with positive returns for the quarter. Another factor driving long-term yields higher has been the resilience of the U.S. economy, which continues to grow modestly despite the dramatic increase in interest rates. The widely anticipated recession once again failed to materialize. The labor market continued to soften, but not as much as expected. Despite continued progress on taming inflation, it became clear that the Fed may have to hold interest rates higher for longer. Not surprisingly, investors turned towards higher-quality assets, with the third-quarter's performance of the Russell 2000 Value Index driven by companies with stronger balance sheets and high returns on equity, a favorable environment for us as investors in high-quality companies. The strategy only slightly outperformed the benchmark during the quarter, however, hurt by the lack of exposure to the energy sector. We have a structurally underweight position in the sector due to its inherent capital intensity, cyclicality, and direct commodity exposure. Julie, can you discuss a few of the portfolio's holdings that were key contributors and detractors to performance this past quarter? Construction partners Ticker Road and Hulihan Loki Ticker HLI were our highest stock contributors for the quarter. Other top contributors were Bank of Hawaii Corporation Ticker BOH, RBC Bearings Ticker RBC, and WG40 Company Ticker WDFC. Construction Partners engages in construction of roadways and highways. The company focuses on smaller road resurfacing and maintenance projects where competition is typically limited to local players. Hot mix asphalt must remain above a certain temperature, limiting the distance it can be transported to the construction site. This creates niche geographical markets, with the company holding a leading position in each of its markets. Shares performed strongly as the company continued to benefit from strong road infrastructure spending across its six-state operation and build market share. 
Profitability also improved, as the majority of work completed during the quarter came from a high-margin post-inflationary backlog. Hulihon Loki is a leading global independent investment bank with expertise in mergers and acquisitions, capital markets, financial restructurings, and financial and valuation advisory. The company's clients include governments, middle market private and public companies, and financial sponsors. Hulihon Loki is focused on smaller size deals but despite the smaller deal focus, brings to bear the expertise and global presence of a bulk bracket bank. We believe that this focus on smaller deals allowed the company to see a more resilient deal flow than peers during the quarter. In addition, Hulihan benefited from a steep increase in the financial restructuring work, reflecting the natural macroeconomic hedge embedded in the company's business. Leslie's, ticker LESL, and Getty Realty Corporation, ticker GTY, were our weakest performers during the quarter. Other detractors included Cheesecake Factory, ticker Cake, Thor Industries, ticker THO, and Hillman Solutions Corporation, ticker HLMN. Leslie's is one of the leading specialty retailers in the pool and spy industry. The company offers regularly purchased items such as pool chemicals, equipment, cleaning accessories and parts. From our perspective, the pool retail industry is an attractive one, with consumers focus on outdoor spaces as well as continued population migration to the Sunbelt expected to support growth over the long term. Once built, a pool needs to be maintained whether used or not. As a result, Roughly 80% of Leslie's business is non-discretionary, recurring in nature, with 2022 marking the company's 59th consecutive year of revenue growth. Shares declined sharply in mid-July, however, following the company's pre-announcement of weaker-than-expected operating results and a significant reduction in annual outlook calling for a decline in sales in 2023. Poor weather at the beginning of the pool season, along with customers overbuying in previous quarters, led to the disappointment. We view these issues as temporary and believe that Leslie's solid market positioning remains intact. From our perspective, the company's scale and brand power are superior to competitors. And as retail becomes increasingly digital, we believe Leslie's should benefit in comparison to smaller peers that do not have sufficient resources to compete. We also believe that the industry spend on pool consumables and repair model is intact, despite current headwinds. Getty Realty is a real estate investment trust which engages in the acquisition, owning, selling, and leasing of gas stations with convenience stores. The company was originally formed by the separation from Getty Petroleum and thus has an extensive history in the automotive retail industry. Shares lagged along with those of real estate peers, however, hurt by the rising interest rate environment. Importantly, pipeline of deals is healthy with a balanced mix of acquisitions and development and the company's balance sheet remains solid. Julie, as we move into the final quarter of 2023, and you begin to think about the equity market environment in 2024, can you speak to how your portfolio is positioned relative to your benchmark? Slowing economic growth remains most concerning, 
particularly as it is taking place against the backdrop of continued inflationary pressures exacerbated by rising energy prices and growing uncertainty on the geopolitical front. While improved, inflation remains elevated, impacting consumer spending, the key driver of the U.S. economy, and businesses struggling to offset input cost increases with high prices. Recent banking crisis has tightened bank lending, the lifeblood of the economy, and the strength in the price of oil, a commodity affecting input costs for businesses in a variety of sectors, makes it more challenging for the Fed to reach its inflation goals. And last but not least, the yield curve continues to be inverted, supporting recession fears. As always, the strategy's investment objective remains unchanged. Over an economic cycle, we strive to achieve returns that are meaningfully above those of the Russell 2000 value benchmark, but with low overall risk. And we believe the portfolio is well positioned to achieve this goal. Holdings in the strategy have had return equity averaging nearly 22% over the past five years, more than twice that of the Russell 2000 Value Index. Importantly, unlike the benchmark, these companies achieved these ROEs with unleveraged balance sheets. Over the past 10 years, the consistency of our company's earnings not only outpaced the Russell 2000 Value Index, but also the S&P 500. Even more importantly, capital generation, the source of future growth, also significantly exceeded the benchmark. In our experience, slowing economic growth brings investors to quality. While the outlook remains uncertain, we believe that our focus on highest quality companies is particularly relevant today. Julie, thanks for taking the time to provide your insight to our KaneCast listeners. Thanks, Ben. You've just listened to KaneCast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.